Beauty and Forgiveness by Betsy St. Amant Haddix, read by Ellie Johnson. Then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times? And Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but seventy-seven times. Matthew eighteen twenty-one through 22 Forgiveness can be a tricky thing. After all, we're commanded to do so as believers. While we understand the forgive part, we're not gifted this side of eternity with the forget capability, and that can make the forgiving part a lot harder. The disciples weren't quite sure how it all worked either, hence Peter's discussion with Jesus in Matthew 18. They were still thinking in terms of the law. According to Amos 1, 3-13, God forgave his people three times before exacting punishment. In Peter's day, this was a popular passage that the rabbis taught from on the subject. Peter possibly assumed that by suggesting seven times, more than double the assumed appropriate amount, he would get brownie points with Jesus for being extra gracious. But Jesus had an answer that blew them all away. Seventy times seven. As Christians today, we know Jesus didn't literally mean 490 times, though there can be days with our children and spouses that we feel like surely we've met that quota by now. This instruction from the Lord doesn't mean that at 491 times we can hold a grudge and be free and clear of the command to forgive. He was implying endless times, endless grace, like God gives to us. Now, when it comes to forgiving the same offense or similar offenses from the same person in our lives, this command from Jesus doesn't mean to become a doormat or accept abuse or inappropriate behavior. It's also important to note that Peter is asking about my brother. He didn't mean his biological sibling, but rather was referring to a fellow believer, family spouses, friends, church members, etc. A brother seeking forgiveness from another brother or believer implies repentance. There's a difference between someone toxically, repeatedly treating someone poorly and someone messing up, seeking forgiveness, and having a repentant heart that truly aims to not repeat the offense even if they do fail again. Peter was still focused on the law when he asked this question of Jesus, and Jesus was focused on grace when he answered. At the end of the day, when we withhold forgiveness from a brother in Christ, we're essentially saying that the work of Jesus on the cross wasn't sufficient for this offense. Yikes! That's obviously not the heart posture we're supposed to have as believers, or should we even want to have. If the person seeking our forgiveness is a true believer— then their sin was already covered on the cross through Jesus' sacrifice and blood. Who are we to withhold forgiveness if Jesus offered it freely? If the person seeking forgiveness isn't a believer, we're still instructed to forgive. The penalty for that sin does not fall on us to dole out, Romans 12, 19, but will be dealt with eventually one way or another by our righteous judge, God himself. There is also the hope that one day that unbeliever will be a believer. And your forgiveness could be a seed planted that helps point them to the life-changing grace of the gospel. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to iTunes and rate and review our podcast. It really does help people find us. This episode was produced by our managing editor, Kelly Givens, and recorded and edited by Stephen Sanders. Be sure to come back tomorrow as we examine more of God's Word.
Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists. But when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. If you're hearing this right now, you're probably like, who the heck is this and why are they playing during my favorite podcast? And I get it. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I do want to introduce myself. My name is Trevor Tyson, and I'm the host of Trevor Talks, where we talk to real people about real topics and real stories. I just want to invite you, if you love podcasts, if you love music, if you love books and love hearing from the people who create it, come check us out at Trevor Talks. Simply go to Google or Life Audio, type in Trevor Talks, and it'll pop on up. Hope you have a great day.